you're either the coolest person or the weirdest. And I've gotten both. It's it's funny because having dating apps, he's the perfect wingman because he's the icebreaker. Like, what is that on your shoulder? Um, that's just my squirrel. Hi, my name is Mark Longo, and you're entering a world gone good. Well, hello, my name is Steve, and this is the place where we shine the light or find the light in the darkness to prove there is still good out there and lots of it. This is World Gone Good. Have you checked out our newish, post brand new, new like, you get me, new website built and run by my ever so good friend Lisa? So you should go enjoy all the good in one convenient location at. Take a breath here. Worldgonegoodpodcast.com. It's not that hard to say. Worldgonegoodpodcast.com, where you will find all our episodes in order, links to all the places and apps you can listen to us on, and links to all the people we've spoken to and where you can meet more about and learn more about them. And if you've ever wondered what our top five episodes of all time are, and honestly, who hasn't you know, lost sleep wondering that, you can find that out there too, where we list them. So, so much good to be had at worldgonegoodpodcast.com. So it's no secret, I first find many of our guests the same place you find things on social media, right? That's how we all communicate now from Instagram to Facebook to Twitter. There are so many good people sharing so much good stuff. There's some bad ones too, but let's just focus on the good. We're focused on the good. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, here I'll find it's an organization doing good, or it's a single person or a couple of friends doing good. Or in today's case, it's simply one man and his squirrel doing good. Mark Longo and his pal Peanut have over 1 million fans enthusiastically following their good adventures together on TikTok. This is their unbelievable and unbelievably good story. Mark Longo lives in New York City, and one thing we know about New York City is it is an expensive place to live, and that's why... Many people get a roommate. Mark, you have a roommate. I do. Um, and, and he needs to start paying the bills because he hasn't contributed anything. Well, tell everybody, what, what is your, who is your roommate? What is his name? What, is his, what does he do? Go ahead. Tell him. So I live with a black squirrel named Peanut. Um, the bougiest, most diva squirrel you'll ever meet in your entire life. Um, and he knew he was going to be famous way before any of this actually took off. Um, so yeah, I just, I pay the bills around here and I'm lucky he allows me to sleep, uh, you know, under a roof. That's amazing. Okay. Here's the questions. Let's get some of the questions out of the way. First of all, okay. True or false? All squirrels are rabid. Why do you have a rabid squirrel in your house? <laughs> it's, this is a common mis- misconception. Um, squirrels actually rarely carry rabies. Um, but obviously everybody, you know, takes to, you know, raccoons and always having rabies. So, um, thankfully I didn't have to worry about that. Um, he's been my roommate for about five years now and I haven't foamed at the mouth. So I think I'm doing all right. (laughs) Um, where does he sleep? Oh, see, this is where it gets good. Um, I live in a house by myself and I had a spare room. So, uh, I made peanut his own room. So believe me, 
Believe it or not, he's actually a, a roommate. <laughs> I wasn't wrong. I was right. You were completely right. <laughs> All right. Now, here's a question. Let's do just a few more to get out of the way. Where does Peanut poop? Thankfully, I was able to train Peanut to use a litter box. Um, so I have a few scattered around the house. Um, he also uses like puppy um, pee pads. Um, so it's funny to see a squirrel like actually go to the litter box and use it. Um, never thought I'd see the day, but here we are. How did you train him to do that? So it's funny, um, kind of like similar to other animal, animals, they usually go to the bathroom in the same areas. Um, so I made makeshift litter boxes out of like small tissue boxes or shoe boxes. Um, and eventually he would spray in the box and then use the box. So I was able to move the box around because it smelt like his area. Right. And uh, we have three litter boxes in the house. That's incredible. Okay, let's go. All right, let's go back a little bit. Um, it's five years ago. You're a, a clearly lonely single gentleman. And, um, you know, most will go get a dog or a cat. But you you called an Uber and Peanut drove up. He was the Uber driver. Like, how did this happen? It's like the saddest, most like Disney uh, movie-esque um, so I'm a building engineer in, uh, New York city. Uh, we do all the building inspections. Um, so I was leaving a project one day and, uh, I came across this busy intersection and I actually saw a squirrel get hit. Um, and as I got closer, I thought she was still alive because something was moving and it turns out she had a baby next to her and that was peanut. Um, so he was trying to cross this, the same busy street. So I kind of got in his way to see if he would run away. And instead of him running away, he actually crawled up my leg. Oh, wow. Um, so I took him home. That, that's amazing because it's not often that you see squirrels in New York City. No, it's usually just um, by the parks. Um, I know I know Central Park is littered with them, but outside that, you usually don't see squirrels in New York City. Now, you take a squirrel home, you call your mom and dad, you call your siblings, you call your best friends, and everyone says... Put it back outside. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so little bit of an issue that I had growing up was, um, I rescued a lot of animals and I handed them to my parents. So I probably taken home 10 cats, 10 dogs. Um, I took a duck home at one point. Um, so my parents weren't surprised. It was everybody else. It's like, this is a rat. You should probably put it back outside. How did he get the name peanut? So... It was kind of like, um, as you're a kid, you find like a hurt bird and the bird doesn't really live that long. Um, so he had a really bad back limp and one eye closed. So I was trying to make up all of these like special formulas for him to try to eat and he just wouldn't eat it. Um, and I got a bag of peanuts and he immediately like crushed up a peanut and ate it. So kind of just like stuck after that. So you have, and how I found you is, we talk to people who are doing good in all ways, shapes, and forms. I just spoke to somebody two weeks ago who repairs stuffed animals. So you having a squirrel fits right in the zone here. I met her because same way I'm kind of meeting you, you have over 180,000 followers on Instagram. And that's where I found you. When did you get the inkling that this was something good and something that you could share and bring joy to people? So a little bit more of a backstory on, on Pina, because there's, there's a second phase to his story. Um, just quickly, um, I did rehab him for about eight months, and um, my sole purpose was to get him back outside. 
Um, I just wanted to make sure he was living the best life he could, but um, also stay close to my area just in case he needed like a night to stay in if the weather was bad or if he needed extra food. Um, he'd kind of have the best of both worlds. Um, but a day and a half into his wildlife career, he did get attacked really bad. Um, I think it was probably a cat, um, but I found him sitting on my porch missing half of his tail. Um, so that's when I knew it just wasn't, he wasn't fit for the, the wild lifestyle. So um, I did open my door. He ran back inside and that was the last of Peanut's, you know, outdoor career. Is he affectionate? Is he, and if so, how does he show affection to you? It's like having a, a second cat. He loves to snuggle, um, but also like he'll sit close enough to you so you can't touch him. And if you lean over, he doesn't want to be touched, but he wants to look at you, you know, just, just to judge you enough. Um, but it's, it's similar to a cat. Um, very, very affectionate. He makes a ton of different noises when he's happy. Um, he makes a ton when he's mad. Um, and he's also really socialized. So I, I have a ton of people that come and meet him all the time and he's, he's great with everybody. Now, I've watched a lot of your videos, and it seems that, I'm going to say this appropriately, he's got a little thing for your butt, because you'll be at the refrigerator. Now, I've seen this happen a number of your videos. You'll open the refrigerator door, and he goes airborne and lands on your thigh and or butt. Now, is that because he's waiting for a snack, or this is just something a routine you two have gotten down? It's food. I've lost him in the refrigerator multiple times. And the whole butt thing is he's a little on the chunkier end. So my man can't really jump that high. So <laughs> the <laughs> the island, the, the kitchen countertop um, is just like perfect ass level. So that man is just running straight. And wherever he lands, it's thigh or ass. He ain't jumping any higher. <laughs> uh, but he loves the refrigerator. He knows those where, that's where his food is. So he tries to desperately get in there. Um, so it kind of just made for a funny little video and then people kind of just took it into a thirst trap for some reason. What kind of food does a squirrel eat? I mean, besides the obvious, like, cause I had, we had squirrels in our backyard when we were young, we used to put out bowls of just dry oatmeal and they would go at it and it looked like it was snowing because they would be hurling it like in the air and like sort of jumping at it and they'd make a mess. It's the funniest thing. Um, he's actually really picky when it comes to food. Um, it's a lot of fruits and vegetables. Um, calcium's really, really, uh, important into their diet. So, um, a lot of calcium dense fruits and vegetables. He also gets like some nutritional block. Um, and he loves oatmeal. Um, he rolls around in it. He, it's kind of like catnip for him. Um, he barely eats it. He just loves to roll in it and get dirty. Um, so I put videos like that all the time up. That's what I remember from being a kid, like them going crazy. Now, you had to do some sort of research or you took them to you take them to the vet. Like, how did you become somebody who like was knowledgeable enough to take care of him? So that's when social media came into play um, because I started it right when I found him. Um, I did contact a few vets that I knew. And unfortunately, they just gave me the bad news that they would euthanize him if I brought him to the vet. Um, and there wasn't really uh, that many rehabbers in my area, and it was hard to get in, in contact with them. So I started an Instagram and hope I could find somebody who knew anything about squirrels. Um, and I found two families that literally helped me with every everything I could ever need or want for a squirrel. Um, so that that's kind of what I use the platform now is kind of to spread the knowledge to. I, I reach out to a lot of people that find squirrels, and I kind of just spread the same knowledge that these families helped uh, me when I found Peanut. Again, uh, not crossing a line here. You're a handsome fellow. 
Um, I'm sure you don't have that much difficulty finding a date every now and then or as much as you want as possible. Is Squirrel, uh, you know, a good wingman or is it the kind of thing someone walks in and goes, you have a squirrel? <laughs> See, you, <laughs> you get the best of both worlds because you're either, you're either the coolest person or the weirdest. And I've gotten both. Um, you kind of it's, it's funny because having dating apps, he's the perfect wingman because he's the icebreaker. Like, what is that on your shoulder? Um that's just my squirrel, you know. And the the funnier thing is that um, Instagram has grown, you know, slowly throughout the years. Um, we hit TikTok by storm, and I think we're at like 1.2 million followers now. Um, so a lot of people know Peanut. So every time I match with people, there's like a, a good chance they already know who he is. Oh, that's amazing. You know, my friend um, Christina. Uh, you don't know her. I'm just saying. My friend Christina, she she <laughs> yeah. matched uh, this true story. She matched on Bumble or Tinder or one of them with Moby. The yeah, with oh. Moby. But then you know, someone puts up a photo that they're Moby, and she was like, "Okay, nice try, dude. Nice photo of Moby." And he's like, "No, I'm really Moby." And she's like, "No, you're not." And he's like, "Yes, I am." And then to prove it, he's like, "I'll meet you downstairs at blah 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 blah." And she was downtown LA, so she just like runs downstairs to prove, like she's like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna." fuck this guy up. I'm going to prove that he's a fucking liar. So she like runs down there and she's like in pajama bottoms, you know what I mean? In a sweatshirt top and freaking Moby is standing outside where they agree to meet. And he, she's like, Oh, hi. And then he's like, would you like to get some coffee? And she's like, sure. And they go off and get coffee. I swear to God, this happened. And then she said to me, I said, so are you going on a second date with him? She's like, no, it's a great story. I can't go on a second. date." <laughs> That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? I want to kind of feed off that because um, I get a lot of weird DMs. Of course. Photos, um, things that I can never unsee again is, is what I get. It's never PG-13. It's like rated R. Um, well, there's this whole thing also, and we're getting really off topic, but it stays on topic. Like there's this whole thing with like people's feet. So do people ask for <laughs> peanut pictures of his feet? Just wondering. Oh, no, it's just me. Uh, <laughs> it's just me. Uh, I've gotten weird requests to to put on the squirrel costume and put him on my shoulder and do weird things. Well, listen, if it goes through, you know what I mean? If you can get the Venmo payment, go for it. I've gotten requests for things too, where I'm like, well, how much are you offering? Right. <laughs> so let me ask you this as an overall question. what What's good about being best friends with a squirrel? Can you give us like five things that are good about being best friends with a squirrel? I think, you know, being an animal lover in general, um, just like having that companion next to you, you could have the worst day in the world and come home and like Peanut's so happy to see me. So like it kind of switches your your frown um, and it kind of makes you smile and forget about you know, the stressful times. And like another thing is, is I love to use him to bring other people joy. Um, we do do a lot of charity stuff. Um, we I like a lot of behind the scenes stuff where I personally FaceTime families and stuff and sick loved ones. I think we've surprised a few classrooms for all the kids. Um, so stuff like that. But again, I, it's got to, I just stick to one. I can't even give you five. It's probably just like the love and the companionship, um, eating my breakfast with a squirrel, um, as weird, as stupid as that sounds, it kind of just makes your day so much better. Um, and to have a cat and a squirrel be best friends, um, I couldn't have gotten any luckier in this in this journey. Well, let's give your cat some love. What is your cat's name? She's her name's Chloe. 
Chloe, and how old is Chloe? Chloe is three. Okay, so we had Peanut before we had Chloe. Yes. And did you get Chloe as a kitten? I did. Okay, interesting. Does Chloe know? Well, how do we know? Is Chloe aware that they are not the same thing? Can you tell? No. Um, so a little background on Chloe. Um, I rescued her from what I thought was going to be a really good shelter, and it turns out to be a guy's basement. Um, he kind of just stuffed a ton of kittens in one room. Uh, and so I took her and I brought her home, and that was kind of like the the do or die moment. Um, she was either going to eat peanut or they were to turn best friends. And she just thought he was a weird looking cat. And they immediately started to run around together. And now we're sitting in the window judging the neighbors together. So it's been, it's been pretty great. That's amazing. I had used to have a cat named Jack and he was, I think Jack was like, I'd say five years old or four years old. And I brought home my puppy who was a lab pit bull. And, um, my Jack like looked the I, I do it for people all the time. Like Jack looked at the puppy, then looked up at me and the look of complete, like seriously dude at me, <laughs> like, and then back at the puppy. And then they Jack like smacked Hubie in the face, like three times, like whack, whack, whack. And then Hubie like lunged at him and then they were best friends. I don't think, I know Jack knew they weren't the same, but I think Hubie who became almost 80 pounds. Oh, wow. I don't think she ever realized because when I got her, she was like eight pounds, right? So I don't think she ever realized that she got that much bigger than him. Wow. And I think in her mind, she always thought we're the same size because I'm a big idiot. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) but I understand that because they used to sleep in each other's arms. They drank out of the same water bowl at the same time. They, they cleaned each other and, and people were amazed. They're like, oh my God, your dog and your cat are like best friends. And I said, yeah, it's not, it's not that whole thing, you know, dogs versus cats that you always hear about. So it's really interesting to hear it with a squirrel. How long does a squirrel live? He's going to outlive me, for starters. They're going to plot my death. <laughs> Surprisingly, indoor squirrels can live 15 to 20 years. Um, we do see a vet every every year, annually, just for a little checkup. Um, he doesn't get any shots like that, but uh, they just they love him in there. He's a total rock star. Um, it kind of gets me jealous because like now when I go around town and stuff and I go to my hometown, people don't give a fuck about me. They're like, how's Peanut? Where's Peanut? Did you bring him down here? Like, You're you're prepped now for kids. You're ready for kids. <laughs> now you know what it's going to be like. 100%. Now here's a question. When you go on vacation, what happens with the animals? So thankfully my parents do live 15 minutes away. Um, so usually my sister will will stay um, with Peanut and Chloe. Um, but Peanut does get really bad uh, separation anxiety. So I do have to like FaceTime my sister every couple days um, or I'll stop eating. That is amazing. I have a question for you. Have you ever considered getting another squirrel or does that not work? I have a funny story. Um, okay. Ever since I got Peanut, I did become uh, a wildlife rehabber in my free time. Um, so I was able to rescue and release about 12 squirrels after peanut. Wow. Um, so at one point I did have three baby squirrels plus peanut in the house and peanut was absolutely terrified. Um, he wouldn't come out of his bed. Um, and he would just sit there and scream till I got them out of the house. So (laughs) I don't know what his deal is, but he does not like other squirrels. Oh my God. That's That's interesting. I wonder if it's jealousy or that he just, you know, I mean, he grew up in a protected environment and didn't understand when other creatures came into his environment. It's funny because he'll sit in the window and look outside and like talk shit to the the squirrels outside. (laughs) 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 Chirp and make noises like I'm inside and you're outside, fucker. (laughs) Oh my God. That is amazing. 
That is amazing. Okay, well, um, I I applaud you for caring enough about an animal to, you know, take this little baby squirrel and bring him home and give him the life that you've given him. Um, I mean, do do you have any regrets? None so far. Um, you know, I I try to. It's not really a regret, but I do spend a lot of you know my free time on on social media. And I want to cut back a little bit. Again, I do it for fun. Um, I'm not looking to make money or, or stroke my ego. Um, you know, I, I don't like the attention on me whatsoever. Um, every once in a while, it's nice to get a compliment. But, you know, it's it's battling the uh, the preconceived notion of me being this, like, gym tattoo douchebag trying to use this squirrel to get women. Um, so, like, I, that's kind of one of my regrets is, you know, trying to have to prove myself to people, uh, you know, I'll never meet in my entire life. But you are single. Yes. And you are available. Yes. But must love squirrel. And you know, I'm not even that type of person. Uh, oh, cool. If you don't, if like, he'll be here and he'll sit in his room, you know, like you don't have to be, oh, gun ho about, about peanut. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those obsessive animal people. You know, if you like them, you like them. If you don't, uh, you know. You know, <laughs> no, that would be amazing though if you met the perfect person and he liked that person more than you. I then... they'd both be outside. That's it. <laughs> You're out. Yep, both of you out. We close our shows with three easy questions. You'll know the answer. Don't panic to all of them. First one's the easiest one. Where do people find you online? Where do people follow you? Plug away all the places to get to know you and Peanut. We're on TikTok at Peanut the Squirrel Twelve. Um, same with Instagram, Peanut the, the Squirrel 12. We just started a YouTube channel, so I haven't really been shouting that out lately. I kind of just, you know, riding the train of other social medias if I could find some time. But those are the specific ones that we're doing pretty well on. And our second to last question can go back to anything you've already said or anything you want to say. Uh, it's pretty simple. Who inspires you? Ooh, it's got to be my dad. Um, just the the way he, you know, his career, the way he, he lives life and, and looks at life. Um, he's a very family oriented man, um, just a hard, hard worker. And I always strive to, you know, never make an excuse and always find a way to do something good. And the final question, again, can go back to anything you want to say, anything you're thinking. It's not even a question. It's pretty easy. It's just a statement to finish, which is tell me something good. Oh, my God. Um, quick story. Um, Peanut and I surprised a little boy the other day, um, who's been getting bullied at school and, uh, his mom wanted to surprise him with a, a video of Peanut. Um, and she called me crying right before, um, we started the, the video chat and he had put on his squirrel costume. Uh, it was just ironic that he, he put it on. Um, I have the same one. So I, I put mine on at the same time. And uh, we got on the video chat and he started to cry and I started to cry. And it was like one of the happiest moments to see that little kid so happy. So um, it's it's good to bring some joy with, with uh, a little tree rat. <laughs> Thank you, Mark and Peanut, for sharing your good. Give this dynamic duo a follow on Instagram and check them out on TikTok. Their videos are hilarious. Next time on World Gone Good. I just think that sometimes when we really, really, really need to heal and make that conscious decision to heal, 
a miracle kind of occurs. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. Deepak Chopra writes about it, though, and it does happen to people. Alethea Cajas reached out to me saying she'd love to be on my show to talk about her book. And I said, sure, come on to The World Gone Good. We can talk all about your book. And then, like so many times before, we wind up talking about so many other good things, including her yoga practice, Reiki, spirituality, how we heal ourselves. And yes, of course, of course, we did get to her book. Well, books, plural. Alethea is another example of a good person choosing to shine her good light into the world. I can't wait for you to hear our conversation. Until then, be good.